Hello and welcome to the Emmanuel Croydon podcast. At Emmanuel Croydon, we exist to be a community drawn together by our desire to know and follow Jesus. We long to become disciples of Jesus who are equipped to serve him in the whole of life, transforming families, communities and workplaces as we love God with heart, mind, soul and strength. We hope you enjoy this week's talk from the morning services. Thank you for joining us today. Grace and peace to you. A harvest story, uh, as it's about a farmer, which is pretty good because it's harvest. Shall I start? I said, shall I start? Okay, then I will. A farmer went out to sow his seed. He was scattering seed. Some fell along paths. But the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on prickly places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But the sun, when the sun came up, the plants were scorched and they were withered because they had no root. Others fell among thorns. Which grew up and choked the plants. I'm I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Look, I need to stop a minute. What are you doing? What am I doing? You are completely ruining my lovely harvest story. I am not. Oh, yes, you are. Here I am, telling a nice story about a farmer scattering seeds. And you keep jumping in and ruining it. You, you keep saying the seed isn't growing. It, it's very upsetting. You are a wally. <laughs> this is a story taken from the Bible. Jesus used stories like this to try and explain things to people. They're called parables. He even explains this one straight after, right in the Bible. He says that the seed is meant to be like the good news. The good news of the kingdom of God. But I don't get it. What seed got to do with a kingdom? And what about that poor seed that gets eaten up? I mean, good for the birds, but they never got a chance to grow at all. The seed is the message. It's the same seed or message for everyone. But different people do different things when they hear it. Some people really don't listen at all. It doesn't sink in. That's like the seeds on the path. The message doesn't get a chance to sink in and grow in their hearts. It just vanishes and they don't think about it again. Like seeds on a path. Eaten up by birds before it even starts. Oh. Well, how sad. Well, not sad for the birds, but sad for the seed. And the other ones, the rocky ground and the thorns, well, the seed on the rocky ground starts out well. Mm -hmm. Someone like that hears the message about God's kingdom and is really excited about it. So they pray every day. And read the Bible? Exactly. And then they keep going for a bit. But then life gets hard and busy and they don't do it as much as they used to anymore and before you know it they've stopped altogether it's like a plant that starts growing in a little bit of soil but then its roots run out of room 
and it shrivels up. Well, that's sad too. And what about the thorns? Is that uh, people who are prickly? Oh, I don't know. Prickly? <laughs> Not quite. The thorns are meant to be the distractions and other bad stuff that takes place of, or, or, that takes the place of following Jesus. Jesus never said that following him would be easy. Sometimes taking the world's way is easier. Lying and cheating and stealing is easier than being honest all the time. But we can't do both. If you go the world's way, you can't go Jesus' way. So... The world's way is the thorns, and you get choked up by them. Oh, it's so depressing, though. Isn't there any good news in this Jesus story at all? But you haven't got to the best bit yet. Come on, finish it off. Oh, goody. Okay. So, this is the best bit. Right. Still, other seed fell on good soil where it produced a crop. A hundred, sixty, or thirty times what it was. At last, some good news. Let me guess. The seed falling on the good soil means someone who hears the good news and understands it. Exactly. And God works in their lives extraordinarily, producing lots and lots and lots of good fruit. They read the Bible every day and pray and get to know him more and more. And other people see God working in their lives and want to find out more about him. Oh, I want to be that person. Do you think Jesus will help me? Of course he will. He loves us so much. That is his hope and his delight that we follow him and grow in our love and understanding of him. That's why we come to church every week and why the grown-ups and the children have teaching all about God. We're all growing all of the time. Oh, well, I'm sorry I got cross with you. Thanks for explaining that to me. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Weren't they silly? Anyway, right, well, the parable of the sower. What a very apt passage from the Bible to be reading on a day when we celebrate harvest. We haven't had a harvest service at Emmanuel for a long time, but it's, as we've said, the perfect opportunity to thank God for the provisions that he gives us and to recognise that all things come from him as our provider. Also, as we've said, it's a time to thank God for the vast chain of people who work in the farming and food industries to bring us the wonderful things that we have to eat. For the farmers and for the factory workers and for the distributors, it's easy to forget what's involved in bringing us our daily meals. We are humbled and grateful for the huge sacrifices that many make with the long working hours and the sometimes pretty gruelling lifestyle choices that enable us to have things like fresh milk and vegetables and meat. So today, as part of our expression of thanks and praise, we're sharing some of these provisions with people who are less fortunate than ourselves by collecting for the Pearly Food Hub. Now, I wonder how many of you bought in a tin or a packet today. I wonder if you know what happens 
in a food hub. We've got a little video to show you now of one of Sheridan's friends who worked in a food bank earlier this year in a different part of London. And this shows what they got up to. Hi everyone. As you may know, during the pandemic, Vauxhall Food Bank has joined with three other food banks to operate a delivery system serving people in need in South London. We're so grateful to all the volunteers and for all your donations that keep us up and running and getting food parcels out to those who need them. We wanted to share with you a day in the life of our volunteers to celebrate all the work they're doing and to say thank you for all your support. This short film you're about to see was made by our friends at Waterloo Food Bank, so I hope you enjoy. It's always good to buddy up on your first day, so you'll be taking the tour with Thomason, the advice caseworker at Oasis Hub Waterloo. That's me in the dungarees checking the weights on the tinned fruit. During the pandemic, the Waterloo Food Bank forged an alliance with three other South London food banks in order to meet the growing food poverty in Lambeth. Together, we work out of a church come warehouse in Streatham called St Margaret the Queen. We've divided the church into three sections, processing, packing and delivering. In reality, it looks a bit more like this, so that we can incorporate one-way systems like this. But all you need to know is that the donations come in here and leave us parcels here and I'll keep you updated on the rest with this marker. The back of the warehouse team are led by the fantastic Sarah Jane and process all incoming donations into our storage system. I mean, look at this wall of milk, it's absolutely majestic. Then the packers take some boxes and pack parcels from tailored shopping lists. Yes, I know this is a blank piece of paper, but client confidentiality is actually really important. We cater to huge amounts of dietary requirements and allergies, so these guys work really hard to make sure that each client receives the best parcel that we can give. We're still operating on a delivery-only model, so then the parcel is handed over to the logistics team. They're generally sorted by postcode, and then the coordinator in charge distributes the parcels to the volunteer drivers. Today's logistics coordinator is Gareth. It seems like this is a lot of people for just one parcel, but actually we deliver on average 75 parcels a day, five days a week. This means we have an incredible network outside the warehouse for whom we are eternally grateful. It takes a lot of dedication to power a food bank, but I can't help but be proud of our community. We're a bit of a mixed bag of people with all sorts of stories, but we all come to this repurposed church building knowing that we can make a difference to people's lives. We don't just read the news and say, oh gosh, that's awful, but step in every day and say, hey, I see you. I'm going to help. And I mean, at the end of the day, What's not to be proud of there? So back to our passage of the day, the parable of the sower. I hope that our puppet friends made it clear that in our passage, the image of a farmer sowing seeds is used as a metaphor for the Christian message and the Christian ministry and how it works. It's about spreading the good news about Jesus and what he's done for us sowing the seeds of the good news so that different people hear about it. The emphasis here is on sowing. This is our job. 
We are all ministers of the gospel, which is another word for the good news. Not just the vicar or us on the ministry team, but everyone, all of you. And God can use all of us to spread his message of love and salvation. As we're seeing in our Talking Jesus course, God does this through conversations that come up naturally with people in our lives, but also through being a living example of God at work in us and through us. Now, this seed lands on different people, and the outcome can be completely different depending on who it reaches. Our puppet got a bit fed up about this, didn't he? He wanted the seeds to be sown successfully everywhere. But that's the thing. The soil that you sow in makes a difference. No seed can grow successfully where there's no soil or the conditions aren't right. In the same way, as the farmer sowed his seed, and sometimes it didn't grow because the ground was rocky or thorny or there were weeds, we can sometimes try to share God's love with people who don't want to know. And that's really hard for us to understand. But the big encouragement about this parable is that when the seed falls on the right soil, then it takes on a whole life of its own. It grows and it's fruitful. And we hold out for that, don't we? When we bring our friends to church or we talk to them about Jesus, we really want them to come to know him and to grow in faith. The Bible tells us that the angels in heaven rejoice when anyone turns away from their old life and turns towards God. That's what happens when the seed takes root and grows. But our job is to scatter, whatever the outcome, to tell as many people as we can about the good news about Jesus, who guides us and who saves us, by inviting them to church and by trying to live in a way that shows God's love. That's some of the ways that we scatter seed. We're all ministers of the gospel, don't forget. No matter who we are, God can use us and gives us opportunities to sow seed in our everyday lives. We can sometimes miss the point of this parable, which is that it's not up to us to change the quality of the soil. We aren't responsible for the soil. I hope that's an encouragement to us. We just have to scatter the seed and then trust God with the rest of the story. We are the sowers. God is at work through us. So let's get sowing this week, Emmanuel, and let's keep praying for a harvest of new people finding out about Jesus and what he's done for us. Who knows what crop may be reaped. Thanks for listening to the Emmanuel Croydon podcast. For more information about our church and everything we have going on, visit our website, emmanuelcroydon.org.uk. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram to see and hear what's going on in the life of our church. God bless you and have a wonderful week.